Today is July 15th, 2019, and you're listening to episode 13 of Manchild and the Old Guy. He is the manchild, a bearded 20-something, and I'm the old guy, a cynical Gen Xer. This is your intergenerational podcast where we discuss pop culture, faith, politics, and whatever we find interesting, broadcasting from the basement because that is where mom lets us. I'm the old guy. And I'm the man-child. Welcome to our stream of consciousness. Except I, I find it difficult today uh-huh. to call you the bearded 20-something because yeah. you and girl child decided to hack your face up. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got a machete and we just chopped the skin off. My skin's growing back, but my beard is growing back as well with it. So it appears as if I shaved my beard. The reality is I just cut off all my skin. Oh, is that what it is? So yeah, you're a reptile yeah. now? Oh, something like that. They're going to find out when they storm Area 51. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, 1.3 million people have signed up for that now. I, I would love to see 1%. Half of 1% of those guys even show up oh, yeah, to go yeah. do that. There are some ter- ter- terrific memes out there about Oh, that. they're hilarious. I saw yeah. the, the church memes are so funny where it's... People just have all these alien puppets all over, and they're like, oh, me and my alien, after after we go to Area 51, I get my alien, we go to church, and it's this yeah. weird <laughs> dancing yeah. alien in the church. Well, oh, one God, of my favorites funny. is a guy with his girlfriend out on a picnic, and an alien has come out of her stomach, and the uh, <laughs> caption something like, realized my my uh, girlfriend went to the Area 51 rally, <laughs> or something like that. You know, got That's a good one. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting. The... Um, there's a lot been happening in the last week bef- since our last episode. Now, we've had some issues uploading. Yeah, there, were, there have been some technical... Okay, more more of... I can't say technical difficulties. There's been some issues. Um, so, you know, we skipped an episode uh, because... No, we you, didn't skip an episode. We skipped a week. We skipped the same difference. Whatever. No, it's not. Yeah, we, we skipped a week because they were out of town. Um, and I had classes all that week. And uh, everything was pretty hectic. And then... Um, after we do the shows, old guy sends me the link to the show in OneDrive, and I download it and upload it. Um, and then I just got sidetracked, and then yeah, I just sat around for a little bit. Well, it's and only also been, it's been two weeks. That's yeah, it. it's been two but episodes. Eleven episodes, eleven and twelve are up now. Yeah, they're de- they're definitely up. I listened to them. Well, in episode eleven, admittedly, I stuck it in the wrong folder. Yeah, until so, last night, and then I sent it to you. Which I then... think was the other issue was that and I looked at it because when you originally, I think. 11 was, you didn't send it until, like, in the middle of the week, and I think I looked at it, and it wasn't there, and like, oh, so it must not be there, and I just never did anything with it. And then 12 came, and then I just yeah. didn't. <laughs> so I think there's fault on both sides here. Um, but I'm Wow, you accepted things. some blame in this. I always accept my blame um, when we make a mistake. See <laughs> what I'm doing there? I'm dragging us both down. Yeah, that's right. Well, I just want to congratulate you, though, Dad. Um, your headphones are on right. Today. They are? I yeah, didn't even good check. Good job, man. I am... I'm proud of you. you. I know you've worked really hard to do they, that. They honestly don't feel any different. I'm sure on your old hairy ears they don't. Yeah. But on my fragile, young, tiny, supple little ears they do. Yeah. That's why I wear my nice lost and found Beats headphones. <laughs> yeah. There's no way I'm going to buy these things. Gosh. Yeah. But they I don't... definitely like them. They're status symbol. Yeah. Speaking of status symbols, so before I get into my main rant today, mm-hmm. it's, you it's got just, a side rant. I don't know if it's a side rant. It's something I've been thinking about a lot. Um, so since I started working at Best Buy, one of the main things they do, which is this goes into later in my main topic, is they talk about the credit card. They really, really want to push it. Um, and the financing they do at Best Buy, 
not like a native ad or anything here, but it's, it's, it's actually a pretty fair deal. Like when you look at the amount, because I, I sell appliances, so I break down the payments and everything people do, because it's not the same as cash. You have to make a minimum balance, uh, pay the minimum balance um, every month. Excuse me. And, um, Thank you. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you just you add up how many months you do and how much you pay, you really don't pay anything, right? Which is that, oh, everyone talks about how, oh, we're going to charge crazy interest. The crazy interest comes in when you don't make that minimum balance payment um, or if you you wait until after the 12 months to pay off. Well, but it's not simply the crazy interest. If you... If you do 12 months, same as cash, but you don't pay it off, mm-hmm. they keep track of what the interest would have been throughout yeah. the 12 months. They throw it all on. And if you don't pay it off before that 12 months hit, then all of that interest instantly goes onto your balance. Yeah. Well, there, there's, which could there's be the problem. We don't, hundreds of dollars. We don't do same as cash. A lot of people assume that we, it's not it's the minimum thing. But anyway, with that, um, it just piqued my interest because I was like, oh, you know, I... I'm not, I don't really want to do credit or get a credit card. So no matter what, I love Dave Ramsey. I think he makes some great points with things, but some of his stuff is total and utter, utter bull crap. You, you don't need credit. Mm, that's debatable. Then two, he's like, there's so many other ways you can make credit besides going into debt. You really can't. Well, that's the definition of credit, isn't it? Debt. Right. Um, um, and then he's and like. And we've talked about this before, about whether or not you can exist now without a credit card or without some kind of yeah and i hear people say well the bank won't deny you uh you know account <laughs> if you have bad credit I'm like actually yeah there are some banks that will deny you yeah you can't get any i i deal with people all the time in my line of work in social services mm-hmm. there's people who can't even get a checking account they can get a savings account but that's it they can't get a checking account. That's why so many jobs are going to this uh, pay card right. system is because they, there's no way those people can get um, checking. Um, but, but anyways, we'll, we'll talk about more of the credit later. Uh, it's just opened my eyes to some things where I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm not a big fan of throwing a whole bunch of money down at one time. Um, but I'd rather save up than pay for it. But at the same time, like, you know, I really wish I could just throw like 50 bucks at this thing every month or whatever mm-hmm. and that'd be great i think that's kind of why the financing is there i'd never use it in a way that um you know i do it really just to build credit or get the rewards or whatever i wouldn't you know if i was going to buy a speaker i would make sure i can afford that speaker right now if i wanted to i could buy that speaker right, right. now but i'm just going to put on the credit card i can make the payments on it uh, or i can just get the rewards back right that's the way i look at it um and that's just brought some stuff because we have a whole apple area at Best Buy, all this tech and everything, which is very tempting when you work there. Um, even the employee discounts, while they're great on some things, uh, are lacking on many others. It's just made me think about a couple things where uh, I was debating about myself. Where like, oh, am I just getting tempted to buy a bunch of new things and cool things while because I'm at Best Buy? Or, oh, what's this? What's this? What's this? Why do I want to get an Apple TV or my own Roku? Oh, we all got them at the house. Or why do I? Why do I do this? Why do I want to do that? And um, I think it came to a realization uh, earlier today where. It's not so much that it's working at Best Buy that's made me want to get, like, the, the Apple TV. And I'll just go on a quick thing about the Apple TV. So the Apple TV is a little different than the Roku or the Amazon Stick or whatever. I think mm-hmm. you can do it with the Amazon Box. I don't know. I think the other hockey puck things do it, too. Yeah. Um, but um, so you can do um, 
you know, Netflix, Hulu, you can do all that basic stuff, but it has Apple AirPlay. So all Apple devices are interconnected through AirPlay, which is a different thing from Bluetooth or anything. Um, so it doesn't matter if it's an iPod, your laptop, your whatever, your phone, you press AirPlay and it will stream music, you'll stream videos, uh, pictures, or your entire desktop or your phone straight to a TV that has AirPlay. Mm-hmm. You can do it with any device back and forth, which is a cool feature. And then you have iTunes. Um, so the big thing, is, whoa, whatever. The virus. Yeah, uh, which really doesn't exist anymore. I don't know, it's kind of confusing. The, the, the app is still there, but they're deconstructing it pretty yeah. slowly. Um, so I own a couple movies on iTunes. You know, um, But the thing with Apple TV, the way it's made is that it has a hard drive in it. Mm-hmm. And you download everything you own from iTunes. All your music, all your movies, things like that. The idea is that when you go to all these other places around the world, you go to a friend's house, all you have to do is deconnect it and then plug it in to another... Deconnect, or you meant unconnect? Unconnect, whatever. You know, disconnect it, and then you go to a friend's house or something, you plug it in, and you have your entire movie collection. You have all your photos, videos, and then when when it's there, someone's like, oh, you know, I didn't get the DVD for this movie. Oh, yeah, no problem. I'll just rent it on iTunes on my phone and just click. You don't even need Wi-Fi. You can just the, the use it. All those features will stream straightly from your phone. Anyway, so there's... How, the, wait. How do you not need Wi-Fi? Because AirPlay doesn't work off Wi-Fi. Well, how is how are you communicating to it then? Does it have its own cell service? No, it, it's, it has to be plugged in, but the, 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 the way... Uh, is it plugged into a network in the house? It, it's, it's, I'm saying it's the, the most similar thing to it is Bluetooth, but AirPlay is its own patented thing from... So how does it, if you're... Dude, I don't know. How I'm is just it saying, that if you're on the... If we had an Apple TV, like, in our but, neighbor house over there, I can press this, and whatever I'm watching will just start playing over there, if I had access that to That far away? Pretty close, yeah. With Without... Wi-Fi. Yeah, there's a lot. A lot of the newer ones you can do them without Wi-Fi now. But anyway, I mean, if it has its own like, I dude, I don't pretend to understand how all this kind of work works, but it's okay. I might have to look that one up because sure. I I'm just saying that the way it works is that you don't necessarily need Wi-Fi to just AirPlay because you can AirPlay music from your phone to another iPhone too. But as far as I know, you don't have to have Wi-Fi for it. I think some of the stuff on your phone, you need service. But outside of that, I don't, I don't. anyways, all I'm trying to get with this is that um, I like Apple products. That's why I kind of lean towards those versus some other ones. Um, but the thing I've been thinking about is, is, be, is it because... Okay, wait. Just... Okay. To send and receive streaming audio and video with AirPlay, the devices you're using must be connected to the same local network. This connection could be wireless using Wi-Fi or Bluetooth or wired yeah, using Bluetooth. Ethernet. Without Airport Express, you can use an existing home network setup such as a wireless router. Yeah, it so just, it's using... I, I, I just said it uses Bluetooth. But it's also using... It can use it, Bluetooth it can, or that, that's Wi-Fi. That's what I'm saying is that it can use all these things. I don't know. You said it's like Bluetooth. You I said the it. closest thing to it is like Bluetooth. I am not going on a thing about how, well, they use this technology. Uses I don't know. I, I don't know. I know. For my own sanity, I needed to understand okay, what the... Okay, but as far as I know, what you're the saying, closest thing to AirPlay is Bluetooth, except it works with, like, every Apple no, device. No, it uses Bluetooth or Wi-Fi. 
E- either one. Look, I don't. Bluetooth is one service. Wi-Fi is one service. However, it combines them all up some way or another to make them all communicate really well. And I've used it with uh, other friends' devices, and it's. it's I'm sure it works just fine. Just like when I. Uh, are you adjusting your mic? Are you gonna make a lot of noise? I can shut it no, off. No, 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 no. Oh, I, wait! I just shut you off. No. Are you done adjusting? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna turn okay, you back on. Thanks. Now. Thanks. Am I? Am I back on? Can you yes, hear me? Yes. Okay. Thanks. Okay, go ahead with your what? Well, all I'm saying is, you made it sound like Apple came up with its own. I, I'm just saying it's a patented thing. I don't really know how. Well, it I'm all sure works. the software I, I, is great, dude. I don't know. I don't. Okay. I'm just gonna, just stop okay. right there. Just stop. Kill it, because I don't know. I don't know. We can argue about this. I'm not I'll, arguing. Yeah, you I'll, are. I'm You're simply like, I'm saying up this. I, all, all I know, all I know, is that it uses a bunch of different systems that other people don't necessarily use because it's patented by Apple. How sure. how AirPlay works, I. I don't get it because there's some things on there that just seem pretty nuts to me how it's able just to stream, uh, stream things to other stuff. Even if it's an old computer to a new TV, it streams it really, really well, really That's quick. A, when I pull the Roku app on my phone, I click a button, whatever's on my phone or my tablet or computer, boop, pops up on the TV. So yeah. it's pretty universal. Most providers have something along those lines. Yeah. I, I just like the... Uh, you like Apple's interface. Yeah, I like the interface. For some I like, reason. But... I like their ecosystem because I don't, I don't want to mess with it. I just want it to work. And Apple, in my opinion, has the best, it just works. Like, they, they could do that as a motto. Apple, it just works. And it'd yeah. make me want to buy it. Um, anyways, what I'm going on with all... make me want to buy it. Oh, great. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's your thing. You want you want to have, have total control of everything. I, but... I, just want, I just want the thing to work, get the updates, keep working. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do. Why? Thank you. Thank you. Why? First one why? Why? The podcast. why? That's I have to. the second one like, today. No, the, the first, first one, one I was... stopped. I stopped the first one. It was not audible. It was not audible. Oh, so no, I heard it. it. Well, you can hear whatever you want. You're sitting in front of me. This is for the podcast listeners, our great podcast listeners. That you just want to say yeah. thank, thank you Thank you listening. for suffering through another belch by the main Oh, show. come on. It's not that bad. Let me just finish my main point before I get into the whole credit system here. Um, is that? So we're not even in the Zoomer rant yet. Dude, this Am was I a getting... side thing that you went, like, you just kept taking for the stupid airplay thing. Well, he's like, well, how does it do? Th- I don't know. That's all I'm saying. It's a topic for another time. I felt Maybe. like you were speaking nonsense for a second, and I had to figure it out. Whatever. Yeah, sure. But um, all I'm trying to say, because I want to get to the rant, and I'm trying to make this as quick as possible. Thanks. Um, is that I realize it's not so much that I just really want all these different kind of things. It's uh, that I don't have any of those kind of things. Like, how many Roku devices do you have? Uh, let's see. We have one, two, three, four. How many do I have? I have no idea. None. And it, it didn't really hit me until we moved Girl Child into her, her apartment. And we were talking about getting her Wi-Fi at some point um, and all this kind of stuff. And that, the, you know, the idea that, well, we could be getting married within, you know, not the not so for, fe- right. for the foreseeable future. How, how does that say? In you know? the foreseeable In future. In the foreseeable future. And like not too far off or anything like that. Um, that I was like, I don't have any of these kind of things that I use all the time around the house. I don't have uh, any of that. I just use what you guys have and we just call it houses. So it's just been in the thoughts back in my head. I'm like, well, maybe I should get start investing in something. Yeah. Are you planning on moving out? Is that what you're saying? I'm going to get married. Oh, you're going to move out when you get married? Yeah. Good. Thanks dad. <laughs> you know, I'll still, I'll still, Hey, but we'll figure it out. If you guys ever have to move, we'll do this podcast over Skype or. Oh yeah. We'll figure it out. We got to figure out when I go over to Europe. Yeah, 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 a few true. months. I should say. 
Yeah, we got some time. Um, but anyway, so I just figured out it's like it, it, it was more this realization like I re- I don't have any of the kind of any any of that kind of stuff we use all the time. I just don't have it, and that's why um, I've been kind of not craving, but I've been like looking at prices, and I'm like, oh, is this a good investment? Will this last me a really long time? It, and it's because I don't have any of that stuff of my own. Now I'm getting to that point where I want to have it of my own so that, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I, you watch your own stuff. I mean, I've settled on Roku after trying several different systems. Yep, the Fire TV sucks. Just yeah, sucks. It's terrible. Hey, you also can't watch Voodoo if you have a... I steer every customer away at Best Buy from it. Um, I show them the interfaces. I'm like, see this? This is just... Amazon pushing Amazon yeah. on you, which is annoying. They they allow Netflix through the uh, Fire Stick, <coughs> excuse me, or Fire TV, but they don't allow if you have a a large content on Vudu, which I do, mm-hmm. uh, Walmart's streaming service uh, and digital movie holder place placeholder, yeah, which works fantastic, and I can download the movies on any device, computer, tablet, phone, watch them on an airplane later, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Plus, you can watch free stuff on there long as you want to put up with commercials every once in a while, just like you do on Hulu. But regardless, Amazon doesn't allow that through their their system, but Roku does. But Roku has a really good, simple interface and works well. Um, and I'm, I'm brand loyal, so when I find something that works, I stick with it. Yeah. No, I mean, I feel the same way. That's one of the reasons that, like, I really like the Apple stuff. It's mm-hmm. just... That's why all I my... got a ten-year-old MacBook Pro mm-hmm. that, like, it doesn't get the newest update, but they the app. So a lot of the devices they kind of like keel over with, or like we're not going to support anymore. They send them like a final update, it's like a special update where it gives it a certain kind of software that uh, will just last. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't need another update. You're not going to get some of the newest versions of apps, but you can still download the versions of apps that worked with your thing last, which is different. Some some things like Android, there there's some versions of that where it just doesn't. Like if you get too high up on the the stuff, they kill off some of the apps. But anyways, well, Apple does the same thing though. Yeah, there, there's, there's a couple because they switch. Uh, there used to be eight or no sixteen bit games on mm-hmm. there. Um, like I, I I bought one a long time ago, but it was the Rocket Rocket Jump or some, I don't remember what it was. It was some Jetpack Joyride or some whatever zombie killing thing. Mm-hmm. Well, like the app doesn't even exist anymore because it was a 16 bit game and they don't support those anymore. Yeah, they just didn't update that. But, and that's what everyone else is kind of mm-hmm. going to um, as well. So th- that was just my realization is that I don't have any of that kind of stuff, and I feel like now is would be a decent time to just kind of as long as you have the money to start investing in some of those things, sure. Yeah. Which brings into the idea of credit. I thought, well, you know, I could drop all the money right now and just get it. Um, but uh, someone's flushing the toilet. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but then I thought, well. We are in the basement. Mm, very true. Thanks, Mom. Uh, but what if I could get a credit card? What if I could get a credit card and finance this kind of stuff? I can get rewards and also be able to get a credit score, which at some point, whatever Dave Ramsey and his other jokes on the internet say you're in a modern day now you do need a credit score all right they got the social credit system in china we got a credit score in the united states it keeps track of every stupid little thing you do um and i'm i've been trying to get credit you know my entire life this is what i've been told is oh paying your phone bill and paying your car insurance counts as your credit no it doesn't it used to yeah but so when people told you those kind of things they were not incorrect because in the when um, if you grew up in my generation, Gen Xers, 
that was true. If you made any kind of payment on time, it was registered and that was noted. Yeah, so I always thought growing up, before I ever thought about a credit card, I had great credit. I thought I was doing fine until uh, I went to Wells Fargo a couple of years ago, and they every month they send you a thing, your FICO score for free. You don't access it, whatever. Um, gives you an update and everything like that, except it always said, you don't exist. <laughs> it, it didn't, and then I've, a couple other places would send me things like, you don't have a credit score. We can't, can't do a background yeah. check on that. This is because we're in that microservices architecture Everything's automated, and so it's just like uh, some of the kids at the stores, when you try to get them to make change, they can't do it without the cash register telling them what to do. So um, these companies can't figure out what to do if they don't get feedback from some computer system that looks at your FICO score, because yeah. it's all automated. Yeah, which, which sucks for me, um, because I can't even apply to the freaking credit card at the store I work at. All right, so my bank, uh, Great Southern Bank, they're very nice. You know, when I open an account, they sent me a handwritten note thanking me for opening a bank account and wishing Aww. me the best of luck. That's how I know I wanted to be with They Great also Southern. give you suckers. Yeah, they do. Every time you go in, they're very nice. They're courteous, very nice people. Anyways, um, the, the, my banker there told me that, hey, you should go to a store you go to really frequently and get an in-store credit card. That's probably the best bet for you to start in your credit. And I said, okay. At the time, I was thinking like Farm and Fleet or something, but I really don't go there that often. Then I thought about, well, what about Walmart or Target? Uh, hmm, I don't know. Felt hinky about going there, but then I started working at Best Buy not too long later. And I thought, well, I'll get the Best Buy credit card. Not instantly approved. Okay. Um, and then I get a paper from Citibank, the people that run their credit card, and it says, well, oh, you don't have enough data for us to give you a credit card. Because as the saying goes, no credit is bad credit mm-hmm. um so not just like last week i applied for now, it again i will say about 10 years ago you probably could have got a best buy credit card but about 10 years ago best buy switched and it's when i stopped using the my best buy credit card they switched from having an in-store credit card to having a visa card. no you had two cards it was in-store and visa my in-store card they said would stop working oh, and it had come baloney. well and they they sent me a Visa card, and I don't I didn't want a Best Buy Visa card because I didn't want to I could get points towards Best Buy if I bought gas on my Best Buy Visa, but I didn't. I only used the Best Buy card to get extra points to buy movies later, yeah. and so as soon as they were forcing me into the Visa card, I stopped using my Best Buy credit card. I haven't used it in almost ten years now. Yeah, so it doesn't exist really anymore. Your card, it just. It's it's, it's pro yeah probably as I they made it so after uh eleven months and twenty five days it's something weird it's not like just twelve months period yeah. um the card just deactivates automatically yeah that so, way they can have you reapply again mm-hmm. just in time for Christmas sure that's why it's that weird time so it's not exact so if you bought something this day last year by the time it's time for you to buy the, another thing for Christmas your card's already expired because it hasn't been because our thing doesn't go exactly a year. Yeah. Um, which is great marketing scheme. Um, well, it's the goad people into spending money, right? Yeah, which, you know, I'm an appliance salesman. Because they do. make so much money off the interest on and late fees on these credit cards. Yeah, it's 27%. It's unimaginable. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I applied for it again, like, last week from Citibank, thinking, well, you know, I've waited a little bit, and I decided to not fudge the numbers or anything, like when I asked you your annual net income, what you pay for rent or things. But I was like totally honest the first time, and they didn't get it. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just like 
I don't know, to make it round the numbers. I don't know, make it look cleaner. I, I didn't know what else to do. And it still says, oh, you're not instantly approved. I'm going to get a letter in like a week or two mm-hmm. explaining the exact same thing. Like, you don't exist. And um, there's I can't get a credit card really anywhere. Credit Karma, which I think we've talked about before, is like owned by Google or something. Yeah. You know? So they just refer well, it's you to not, products that It's they... not owned by Google, but Shh. it is the primary stockholder or I'd say majority stockholder in Credit Karma is Alphabet Inc. Yeah. <laughs> so they're controlling the company. Yeah, which, you know, if you can give me a good credit score, I don't care. But it's it's been shown already that Credit Karma is not giving you like a FICO score. Yeah. It's giving you a arbitrary made-up number. And so if you go click on their ads and... Uh, go to vendors through the app and such, then you can increase your credit karma score. Yeah, I don't know. It's, well, the th- have it's you ever based, used credit karma? Uh, no, I refuse to because no, I don't there need is to. no credit karma score. It has the uh, Equifax and one of the other companies. And but then if you look. When you click on that, it shows all your information because you give all your information to it. It shows all the information why Equifax uh, has given you the score ways to challenge it or whatever and then this is a link to actually go to it but then it warns you like hey if you click on this there's going to be a hard inquiry into your credit and so it gives you all the information sure it might be a little weird but, uh, but well, there's give- still something hinky that they're doing because they say they being credit karma um click on this and uh, make your insurance payment on time and then your credit score will go up it makes recommendations. Yeah, it's for got you. a whole recommendations tab, which is just based off your credit. Like for me, it but it's me based all these off you spending cards. more money. Yeah, to go into debt is not not what we established at the beginning of this podcast. Is right. that debt is king, not cash. Debt. Well, right now, because I mean, the only country in the world whose uh, bonds, which supply a country with debt and create money for a country that isn't in a negative position is the United States. Yeah, boy. You, most of Europe and other countries are actually giving you negative interest rates on your bonds, but the United States still has we, we several still percentage. Most, it, it is, I think, not, I don't think it's the top bond in the world. Um, well, we're not well, AAA rated anymore yeah, or something, but because um, we have so the, much debt. Yeah, so it's not AAA rated because of that, but it is one of the most steadfast bonds where it, what, what is that, uh, what is the word I'm trying to say? Um like it's just if you're gonna get a bond that is the go-to bond to get because you can trust oh, yeah. it but anyway so my, my my issue is how the heck am i supposed to build credit i see these people and i read these things that say hey uh some banks will do certified uh credit cards or whatever where they take like 500 bucks out of your savings and they put it in this account and um you know when you're spending money you're really spending your money out of that, mm-hmm. that account and then you pay it back into that account and the bank will throw like a buck or two on it or i don't know uh, how the yeah, heck there's it's supposed different to work. schemes and there's schemes i i don't know it's it's supposed to be there to help build credit and then some other people were like hey just take a two thousand dollar personal loan out and then pay back the loan with the money you got from the loan and then th- that will build credit I'm like okay then there and i hear people at work tell me Oh, make sure to miss one or two payments. That way, there's a little bit of debt that you can pay off. No, no, I'm, I'm not gonna do it because that's. I'm just. I'm sure at some point in the the algorithms, that's that's great for it. That is not great for me to instantly no. just 
be in debt. That is a t- that is terrible advice. Well, that's what everyone believes is that if you just skip a payment and then you throw money at it right away in the first month or something like that, um, that is terrible advice. Just pay your debts, and they're because like, well, if you always you just get pay a your fee. Debts, exactly they're like but if you always just pay your debts on time they have nothing really to calculate no that's incorrect what they're going to calculate is that you're paying your debts which is what they want you to do no not really well they want you to well what i would recommend to you is not actually get a loan from the bank but to see if you can get a line of credit because that is the same as a credit card that a credit card part of your fico score and equifax score all that stuff is based on you have, um, like I have a credit card with X amount of credit limit on it. Now, I'm no, nowhere near that amount. So I'm at like 5% usage on my credit. And I have some other credit cards out there that I haven't used in years. I'm surprised they're still active. When I go and look at my credit report, they're still on there. Um, so I have like tens of thousands of dollars of potential credit I could use and part of your score is based on the amount of that credit that you're actually using so if you have let's say $30,000 in credit out there but you're not using it all you're only using let's say $5,000 well you're at a um, about a 15% level of usage and that increases your credit score if you've got $30,000 in credit but you're using 28,000 of it, well, then you're in like a 95 percentile of using that credit up. You don't have a lot of capacity left to take on more debt. Therefore, your credit score goes down. Yeah. So that that's really, so if you, um, if you take out a personal loan from a bank, then you're instantly going to have a debt of, let's say, like you said, $2,000, I think. You're instantly going to have a debt of $2,000 and a credit, limit of two thousand dollars it's going to be you're using a hundred percent of your credit right, right, right which right. is actually slightly detrimental to your credit score so as you pay that off on time then your credit score actually goes up because part of the ratio is your debt usage right yeah i it all just seems kind of dumb to me because there's only two things i want to get the credit card like be able to get credit cards for there's two credit cards i'd like to get the Best Buy card, well, because I work there, um, mm-hmm. so it's really convenient. Well, and it's really the only big box uh, electronic store around anymore. Yeah, and because uh, Furniture Mart's in Nebraska, Kansas, and like Texas, well, the, that's it. Well, they've got Kansas City, Dallas. They have one in Des Moines, but I've never been to the one in oh, Des Moines. I'll but see that. But y- y- you know, my big thing with it is just that the financing part mm-hmm. of it, where again. The only w- reason I'd use that is so that I'm not like de- throwing this huge amount down at once, even though I could if I wanted to, and I'd be fine if I did. But just to make those payments, it just makes it easier on the long haul. Well, that's whatever. called cash flow. Yeah. So you have the money to buy it all once, but it would deplete maybe your savings account. And I, I did the, I've done this at Best Buy numerous times, where I've bought. Uh, the TV in the living room is an example. Mm-hmm. I bought it. Um, the uh, Did you hear me scratching my arm? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Sorry. Um, your mic's not even pointing at your face, you know. It's like at your neck. Oh, wow. I wonder if people can hear me. 
Yeah, because when you speak at the sides, it just sounds really different versus when you're speaking right here. Well, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah go ahead. TV. Yeah, TV. So I bought the TV because it was kind of expensive. I had the money in my savings account to purchase it, but I didn't want to blow all my savings on the TV. So I got a 12-month thing on the credit card, and I figured out what I divided the total amount by 11 because I did get caught once where I miscalculated when the final payment was and all that interest got loaded on mm. the credit. But uh, all that to say that, yeah, I just set up the savings account to transfer into checking once a month and then the checking account automatically made a payment to Best Buy. I didn't really worry about it. And then, bam, it's paid off. I get a notice in the mail. Oh, you're... Best Buy thing is paid off early and you don't owe any money, more money. Kind of yeah. Thing. I mean, there's, there's interesting things like you can come into Best Buy and pay, pay off the debt at the register, which I, I, I don't know if you do that at other stores, but I've never mm-hmm. seen that in any other store, which I think was kind of neat. Remind me of like the old days. I don't know. If- well, you could do it at Sears. I, yeah. well, I used to have a Sears charge account and you could go in into any cash register and run your card through and make a payment. If you have a credit card through your local bank, usually you can make a payment on that credit card at the cashier. Yeah. Best Buy only accepts checks and cash at the teller and then any kind of – so they really frown upon people using credit cards to pay credit cards. You but, can't, it's actually illegal. You yes. can't do that. So people come in and say, oh, yeah, I want to pay for this. I'm like, you can't. You can link a bank card online. Yeah. The only thing you can do between credit cards is transfer balances. Which is a completely different process. Like consolidating to one yeah. card. But um, yeah, so I want to get the Best Buy card. I work there. I'd like to get the financing. Another card I want to get um, by the time it's released is the Apple card, um, which I think we talked briefly about some other episode. But so Apple's doing things through Goldman Sachs, which I don't really like Goldman Sachs, nor do I like MasterCard all that much. Um, but, you know, you use them. Uh, what's neat about the card is that it's all stored through my phone. So you get a titanium card when you, you sign up for it but the main thing is using your phone because there's no transac- transactional fee for a lot of places to do that and uh so like i'll show you on my phone well, i know you guys so you're saying apple has their own credit card and if you use their credit card through your phone they're not charging a transaction fee yeah if you use it through their no, i'm saying like the through businesses it would be a way for them to really want to use the Apple stuff, from what I understand, is that because Apple won't have a transaction fee for them. But, like, this is... That sounds like nonsense. Dude, I don't know. I'm just saying this is from... I think what they were saying is that Apple doesn't won't uh, charge tellers so much. That's one of the ways they're trying to get people to use Apple Cash everywhere. But here, so here's my debit card, my insurance, and my Apple Cash card. So... If, there's like Google Pay in a sense. I can have it transferred right here. It's zero right now because um, I used it to buy monsters at work. <laughs> but w- with the Apple Card, it's instant cash back. So if you use your ti- the titanium card anywhere, it's 1% on any purchase. And then um, it's 2% if you use it on uh, your phone. Um, and then it's 3% if you use it in the Apple Store or you use it to buy other Apple products with your phone. And I, 
I just think it really cool. The with the video they showed uh, for WWDC, which is the Worldwide Developer Conference from Apple, mm-hmm. um, is this great infographic and then the, the display and the model or what do you call it? The developer program, the beta of the, how the system works. It really shows you your debt, how much interest that's going to incur. Um, let's see. Uh, the girl child just texted me. You're going to interrupt the Sorry, show Sorry, I, I just had to answer. Had mm-hmm. to answer. Anyways, mm-hmm. so it has this really cool interface that I'd really like to work. That I'd really like to use. I think it'd be pretty darn neat to have and really just to try it. But it's that thing where the Apple Cash card, which is really nice. I like using it when there is money on it. Um, is that when you use that card and get that 1%, Apple sends a notification to your phone automatically and that one percent's automatically in that cap ash the the ash um what do you call it the capital the capital gosh apple cash card mm-hmm. the your phone dings after you use the apple card and the the app for you know the little credit card kind of thing right there says hey this is your money back and it's instantly right there and you can use it right away so, oh, which cool. I think is a really cool feature. Um, and, and, you know, it's 1% on anything, which isn't a whole lot. Well, there isn't much of anything. Um, but, you know, if you use it for other Apple products, you get 3% cash back, which mm-hmm. is actually a really cool uh, way to get people to want to buy more Apple products. You know, depending on what it is, it's 3% cash back. And then if there's a sale, you know, you save more money. Um, but also- you only get, I'm looking at something online, you only get, one percent cash back on anything if you use the physical card which that's means, literally what i just told you i know but that's so crazy yeah because I, they want you to use your phone yeah i why is that that sounds fishy no it, it, like like i use my phone to pay for most things like when i go into stores i this i put it by the reader dink I mean, it scans my thumb while I do it. Or if you have face ID, it scans your face. You go, dink, it's paid for. Type in my pin, I'm out. I don't have to get my wallet. don't have to get the card or anything. It's the fastest thing. It's faster than the chip, right? So the chip, you have to wait for it. This, dink, all right, it's done. But isn't... Your what phone's it... vibrating somewhere, man. No, my phone's over there. Oh, okay. Uh, what... what I don't understand with the whole pay-by-phone thing... Is what happens when somebody steals your phone? So they can't access it. Okay, so it's the same thing with like Touch ID. You can't get in. You can't get in my phone. You can't. Yeah. And if you, because of the Touch ID, um, and then with uh the Face ID, it's it is more secure than Touch ID. So the only way for it to work is if you are staring directly at it, and you look at it. People have tried it with the 3D printed things. It just does not work. It won't pick you up if you're sleeping because the one thing with the Apple thing, people have tested where if you like someone's out, you can lift their finger up and like put it on the, and it works. Can't deal with face ID. So if somebody chops your finger off and takes your phone. Well, they still have to put electrical charge through it, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, face ID, it just, I don't know how all of it works but it, it but works, yeah, yeah um one of the in main general. things is they they store it on a uh, they talked about it at the conference they store it in a special part of your phone um so that if your phone is stolen you know any apple product i can remove my account remotely from it yeah so my phone gets stolen dink it's gone so the moment it has service gone 
There's nothing. So this doesn't it. sound like much of a rant today. No, it's just like st- I, w- I was kind of going on a rant, but I just felt like it was kind of like, what? Wait, is- why does this work? <laughs> if you want me to go on a rant, I'll go on a stupid rant about credit and. Uh, I, I'm just, I, I know, it's a little past that now for the ranting, but, you know, we just kept getting dog, bogged down by little things. Thanks, Dad. Um, I'm not going to blame you all for it. It's both our faults. I'll take some blame, but mostly you. Yeah. Anyways, credit is, you need it. I don't think there's any way around it anymore. That's just the way it is. Yeah, well, that is what it is. <sighs> Suck it, Dave Ramsey. That's the wrong... That <laughs> was, uh... <laughs> Boy, I, I I know I did not do a melancholy rant for that long. Oh, that was wrong. There we go. And with that, we want to take a moment to acknowledge all of our stream of consciousness listeners out there. We appreciate all of you for listening and adding to the value of this podcast. And if you have found value, uh, if you found value this po- value in this man, you, you better take a grammar get grammarly or something. If you have found value in this podcast, please utilize our Anchor app or our PayPal link to donate and support the show. Links can be found through our website, www.bloodpumpmedia.com. You can also cross the streams of consciousness with uh, with ours by... With ours? Without, okay. By emailing us at manchildatpost.com or oldguyatpost.com. We want to listen to your to you guys, you other listeners, so please interact with us. Look for the MCOG on Facebook. You can also listen and share the, through YouTube as we post episodes there. We would love to hear from you, your suggestions, your comments, so you can help produce the show. If you like what you hear and you're finding value and entertainment in what we are doing, then by all means, tell others and cross this stream of consciousness with theirs, which is our formula for helping spread the news about the Manchild and the Old Guy podcast. So we want to thank you again for listening. Um, there's uh, some. You just mentioned you put some commas in that thing, so just like, dude, those. it's the same thing we've been reading. For... I, I know. Well, I know you've added something. I've changed thanks for some listening. Of the ours, yours. I, I thanks. Try... List yours. You've got one job. I have multiple. Okay. So, in the news this week, there's three Don't Be That Guy episodes. Are they all guys? Uh, yeah, I think so, actually. Oh, I got to get to the edited page. Hey. Remember, the first one's the beer booster seat. Yeah, this was... Uh, now, you may not have known about this story because, for whatever reason, most news networks blurred out the Bud Light package the kid was sitting on this this picture. Yeah. This um, was actually out of Ontario in Canada. So, a driver in Canada who allegedly strapped a toddler to a beer case instead of a car seat was charged with failing to prop- properly secure a child, police said. The 22-year-old driver was pulled over early Tuesday Around 2.30 a.m. in the village of Atwood near Listowel, um, Ontario Provincial Police officers say a two-year-old child was also in the car sitting on a 30-can case of beer. So this is definitely a don't be that guy uh, episode. This guy is a moron. That's all I'm going to say. I, he's a moron. I, I don't understand. We're... We're in It's Canada, man. Dude, beer beer is water, you know? I but why would you put your child 
Oh, he just wanted to sit up front for once there, uh, Mr. Mountie Man. Oh, he just wanted to sit up there. Yeah, he did. You know, I didn't have a car seat with him. He's at my, uh, my, ex my ex's house. Oh, okay, that makes sense there. Let's put him on that beer can. Strap him in real good, huh? Yeah, that sounds good. I'll do that. Yeah, that is... What? Yeah, I, I don't know. This ticks me off. People who don't strap their kids in cars. Now, I, of course, I grew up riding in the back of a station wagon, car, waiting for cars my... Cars are built a little, a little more different than, yeah. you know... I waited for my dad to go around corners so I would slide around in the back of the, the station wagon, but... That was kind of unsafe, and oh, maybe yeah. that's why I have some brain ticks now. I don't know. No, I but, mean, I remember there's still bench seats when I was a kid. Like your old Impala, when, uh, mm -hmm. when I was a little kid, we had. I mean, it wasn't. Old, I mean, it's old now. Anyways, um, the front seat didn't have the center console. It was this. Yeah, bench you could seat. sit three people in front. Yeah, which I sucked honestly because that transmission. Whew, that, that thing was huge it's giant hey but that thing right there like if you got into car accident we're all dead honestly the way that thing was like freaking set well, up that, you... that 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 front console would have folded down onto our legs chopped them off and our heads would have gone through the well, windshield well the other thing is you didn't if you sat in the center of the front seat you didn't have a shoulder strap you, you didn't have I, the... I was gonna fly out the window because the only thing that the, the strap whatever reason like wasn't around your waist it wasn't around your belt it was like across your legs. So what you're saying is I should have set you on a case of beer. Yeah, I think I probably <laughs> would have been a little safer. And then as I'm slowly dying, you know, hey, you only live once. Speaking of dying. Yeah? Our next Don't Be That Guy is a tennis b-boy who's 13, stabbed his brother Sorry, saying. Can you say that again? A tennis b-boy? Tennis b-boy. Tennis tennis who was 13, stabs his brother saying jail is better than a car raid with my sibling. So this, Are you challenging those people in Florida right now? Well, guess what? The 13-year-old boy from Tennessee stabbed his older brother in oh my Florida. There we go. Telling it's deputies he would water. rather go to jail than spend eight hours in a car with his sibling. This is why the Canadians are drinking the beer and letting their kids sit in the beers, because they know it's in the water. It is infecting everyone. The Florida water, guys, if you just drink the beer, you're not going to get infected. Yeah. So, now, the rest of the culture won't accept it. That's okay. You go to jail. You do your time because you, you true believer, you know the truth. Right. Well, the sheriff said that the 13-year-old said he stabbed his brother in the arm three times with a multi-tool. Now, <laughs> he was tired of his brother picking on him. He's um, tired of someone. I, I'm, come on. I mean, I mean, I've been tired of my brothers and sisters in car rides. Uh, never like to stab them yeah well this kid is like close to sociopath he said he understood his rights and that he did not regret stabbing his brother who was teasing him i stabbed him and i don't care about going back to jail key, key part of that sentence <laughs> going back, back to, to jail. jail i'd rather be in jail than eight hours in a car with him and the, probably should have never left jail then yeah the 13 year old was charged with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon and was brought to juvenile detention. Yeah, just do a public <laughs> hanging. Just get it over. But don't be that guy. I don't care what your brother's doing to you. Don't stab him. I I don't know. That's a pretty vague sentence there. I don't care what your brother's doing to you. Don't stab him. That's like you know. There's well, some okay. situations. Yeah, you know, it's I, a pretty just like your comment. What was it last week about something about redheads? <laughs> That just like totally was was off. It was wrong. 
And you're saying if I was off my rocker. Now I can't remember. It was in the little CGI mermaid episode. Oh. Yeah. What, what? Oh, man. What did you say that just was so wrong? I don't know. I don't know. You say lots of things that are not wrong in like a factual sense, although you do have many of those. Um, or an opinionated sense. It's like you yeah. just say some things that are just like wrong. You shouldn't say that. You're like, I'm just an old man. I don't know no better. Like, yeah, that is I not do. what I say. Nah, I know you're thinking that. You're going to use that excuse in a couple of years. As soon as you can get those, uh, you, you know, old timer benefits to movie theater, you're going to start saying that. Because <laughs> you got your card carrying senior. That's what you're going to do. I know you. You're like, oh, I'm just an old I guy. Did I don't get know any AARP. Application recently, but I'm not. I mean, I get AARP applications. I know. I'm just saying. Well, our last "Don't Be That Guy" comes out um, where there's a suspect who police are looking for, and he farts so loud that they find him. And uh, so this dude um, in Clay County—I forget where Clay County is here—but um, I actually think this is in Florida, but. <laughs> Um, the, uh, officers here, if you've got a, said, if you've got a felony warrant for your arrest, the cops are looking for you and you pass gas so loud, it gives up your hiding spot. You're definitely having a really crappy day. And so <laughs> this guy who, uh, police were out looking for a for a felony warrant, uh, related to the possession of a controlled substance. And, uh, he, <laughs> He supposedly ate a whole bunch of Taco Bell eight or 12 hours prior. And while they're looking for him, he just lets out a fart so loud that they find him, which don't be that guy. If you've got a felony that they haven't arrested for you yet, and you know, you got to go to jail. Don't fart, man. You're going to, you you know, the cops are looking for you somehow, some way. Don't let it out. Keep that. Keep that in. Keep that on the inside. Uh, Clay yeah. County is in Missouri. Missouri. There you go. Thank so. you. It I looks uh, like Utah. Well, Missouri's kind of the Midwest Florida. <laughs> they're, they're, There's a lot of hinky stuff that happens well, in yeah. Missouri too. Not quite as bad as Florida. Not as I, bad as I, Alabama. Honestly, since we started this podcast and I st- and I do the segment on "Don't be that guy." Every week, it's somebody oh, from yeah, Florida totally doing something stupid. Yeah, it's it's always from Florida. I know last week you were like, oh, I was thinking about retiring to Florida, but you're not thinking about that no more. No, absolutely not. This it's in is... the water. Do you talk, hey, did you see the thing about those uh, meth, meth alligators? Uh, yeah, actually, I put that on for next week's. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. That's another yeah. Florida thing. Yep. So there's a, this kind of a don't be that guy, but I'm a little more concerned about what the Alexa's doing, but there's a guy who's beating the crap out of his, his girlfriend and he's attacking her and he's shouting and threatening his girlfriend. And then, um, he, he yells at her and says, did you call the sheriff? And his Alexa calls the sheriff on him. Ooh. So are they had an Alexa in the house? And so, they, sh- they go and show up. So Alexa calls the sheriff because he said to the girlfriend while he's beating the crap out of her, did you call the sheriff? And Alexa just keyed in on that and voice 
activated a call into the sheriff. Now, right. so I know you're going to get get into something with this story about how, like, well, oh, he didn't say the wake word or whatever it is with Alexa, but I I doubt it. All right, so hum- testimonies given by victims of somewhere or anything like that, or some of the most least, just testimonies in general, are actually one of the most least credible legal. Uh, things because they're always subject to change. Now, I just listened to this whole thing about um, uh, the problem with the Alexas and Googles and everything is that they don't respond unless given the wake word. Um, unless they say something that is eerily similar to the wake word. Um, so, like, Michelle and I have played with, um, or the girl child and I have played with the, uh, the my Google Home thing. Mm-hmm. You can say, okay, goo goo. And it, it goes on. It yeah, responds it- to goo goo. So, you know, the Alexa well, could re- be... Yeah, it's like a dog. It's responding to different... Uh, it doesn't... A dog doesn't actually hear its name being said. It hears a sound that it associates with itself. Uh, I, I I, mean, I get that with the dog, but I think it's probably changed with the... I, I think these things, they hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. They recognize... Cause they can recognize speech patterns, not so much as... Yeah. Oh, the, the the pitch is closer to saying a G. I think it's really just they pick it up. But yeah, so I the guy must have said something like, "Ah, I don't know. I hate Lexuses. I hate driving a Lexus. Wish I had a Toyota." Did you call the sheriff? And there you go. It's close enough. Yep, close enough. And anyway, this guy ended up getting hauled off. Now he he was maliciously beating it. I'm actually glad this happened, but. If you remember when I was, uh, I bought a new oh yeah, Amazon yeah, yeah, yeah. tablet, and you had it on the that you had it on the Amazon. I Echo was trying show that. Mode. Yeah, I tried it on that dock that put it to make it like an Alexa, mm-hmm. and um, and I we you guys were kind of making fun of me, and I said, "Oh yeah, Alexa, show me porn," and yeah, it started talking. No, 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 this was like, well, was this Christmas dinner or Thanksgiving? Yeah, it, was, it was Christmas. This dinner. is like Christmas dinner. We, we're sitting in our dining room. This thing's all the way across the room, in a separate room, sitting on a shelf. And uh, my dad's like, oh, yeah, Alexa, show me porn. <laughs> and then we all hear, ding, ding, bringing up porn. porn. Yeah. And we all look over, and it somehow picked up my dad's voice all the way across the room and just started, broom, 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 <laughs> broom, broom. We're running over, shut off, shut off, shut off. <laughs> yeah. Sensitive minds. Yeah. Well, it's just like when I had the Xbox 360 had a feature, which you still can I use, but it's kind of crappy. Uh, when you can speak to it, tell it to turn off, turn on. And when you're on Bing, you can tell it to search things. I remember uh, my sister and I were trying to search stuff uh, a couple of years ago on my 360. And she was trying to search her name. And then it started bringing up Brazilian sports porn. What? Just because of her name. It just, it it, it heard Brazilian, Brazilian sports, sports porn. porn so we're standing there, we're like... <laughs> Xbox, turn off, turn off, turn off. <laughs> what? Who would even be searching that? But whatever. <sighs> I, you know what? We can probably put a poll out there, and there's going to be some crazy answers. Yeah. Well, there's uh, an interesting. We've always, and I think you've grown up with the saying. I certainly did. Uh, nice guys finish last. Mm-hmm. Um, and under the guise of, and I know when I was dating in high school. The girls seemed to go out with the guys who treated them most like garbage. Yeah. Which eventually jaded me a little bit. Um, but there's been a comprehensive study done now um, by a, a doctor, and they studied, uh, <coughs> excuse me, they studied a whole bunch of 
relationship sites and dating apps and all of that. And more specifically, researchers utilized a long-term survey of more than 2,500 heterosexual couples who've been married around 20 years. Using all of this data, the study's authors measured the impact of personality traits on well-being in these relationships. And researchers were shocked when their results indicated that shared interest and similar personalities had little to no effect on relationship satisfaction. Mm -hmm. Even among couples sharing personality traits, the study found that, that having a conscientious, conscientious and nice partner leads to a more satisfying relationship. The study concluded that relationships, including a person who is especially neurotic or extroverted, leads to lower relationship satisfaction. So the study say that um, nice guys actually have better relationships in the long haul. Yeah, 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 they have better relationships, but they don't get into the relationships. See, there, there, there's the problem right there, uh, because the inkling is that all girls are brought up in such a way as to you know be a good girl, and then when they get into high school, you get all those kids where it's like the freaking Breakfast Club, where it's like, <laughs> yeah, screw you, principal man. And the girls go for that because they're just trying to rebel against what they grew up with. So a lot of times you see like the rebellious girls end up becoming the ones that go to church and doing all this other kind of stuff and opposed to what the way their parents raised them is because they're being rebellious, but that's ver their version of rebellion. So most people are going to go for the bad guys, even though they'll be much happier with the, the nicer guys. Yeah. I, um, it's confusing to me, I guess. When I was in high school, I had several girls break up with me because they said I was too nice. And I've, and I've heard the, if it was only a few years from now, I'd marry you. But right now, yeah. you're not what I want. Yeah. No, I was, I was a jerk to some of my girlfriends. But, um, no, most of my relationships have always been, like, one-sided. It's like talking to a brick wall. And some, not my relationship now. Love where I'm at. Love my girlfriend. Uh, but a lot of my relationships have been that brick wall where... Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll pay for dinner again because you still don't have a job. Yeah, I'll drive you somewhere because you still don't have a license and still don't have a car. How old are you? You're almost 20. But what? you're but you're a nice guy now. Yes, I'm a nice guy now. And you're in a relationship with a girl child, and I'm sure long term, you're going to be great. Oh, I'm going to do a great job. Bang up job right there. Bang up job, yeah. Not, I'm not going to hit her. Don't, no. Don't, 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 don't. don't that's not you what don't I'm hit girls because no, I no, no. would whack you upside. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do a bang up job. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to hit my wife. I'll that's, whack you so hard. That'll be a bang up job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, something interesting is going on on the West Coast. Uh, something I grew up with um, stories about in the overcrowding in Japan and people would be renting like uh, just a bed in a uh, kind of a an apartment complex is just full of the like these little tubes mm -hmm. and they would go inside there and there'd be a little tv and a place for some Th of their there's stuff. a guy at work that uh lived in one of those for a little while in Did tokyo yeah. yeah so i grew up seeing that happening in japan and um there's a story recently how there's um places in los angeles and san francisco that are called pods in communal home and there's like a desk underneath the bed. You push the bed up and a desk comes out. And these cost about $1,200 a month if you rented them for a month. Or it's about, it uh, could be as low as $35 to $50 a night. Um, you get a locker and a shelf and a personal TV. Uh, because the average rent in Los Angeles and San Francisco could be between $2,300 and $4,000 a month. 
these things are starting to pop up. And of course, uh, some of this has to do with millennials and Zoomers are in these like social... Nomadic kind of Yeah, groups. like it, they feel... Um, back in my day, these things would have been called hostels. And that's what it feels like. And so uh, it's just kind of interesting. There's And I've seen pictures of these before. They're kind of neat. It's um, Imagine walking into a loft, um, and then on both sides, it's just the they're split into four areas all the way up to the, the ceiling. They're just these mm-hmm. nice wood-looking um, cut out. I don't know how you describe it. It's like uh, sections. The room has an aisle in the center. Then there's four sections of the room that are split and have a divider in the center. Yeah. Each section with that divider has a bed on top bed on bottom and then both those beds can flip up and become a desk yeah, and there's, there's like a communal and... area that has the kitchen that everybody kind of shares and i mean it's gorgeous i'd, I'd mm-hmm. definitely pay 35 bucks a night to, to stay in one of those and honestly I, you know i i, I want to go to san francisco and la and things like that and just you know have fun do whatever and i think that i don't think that's a bad idea versus hotel like if i'm just going in there for a night and then there's mm-hmm. another one across town well i spend all day just making my way across town with some you know some light stuff i carry and i get to that place and i crash there for the night still cheaper than a hotel that is true uh at 50 35 to 50 bucks a night it's good can't have guests yeah um so uh, that's that's a little bit but because people aren't buying houses and a lot of the good jobs are out that way on the west coast um, uh, people just can't afford to live there. And the, the reality is, is that, uh, nationwide, only about a third of millennials now, which are folks uh, upper end of that is people in their, um, thirties, lower thirties, early thirties, I guess is the way to put that. There are only a third of them have owned, purchased homes. I, you and know, so a lot of them are renters anyway, so... Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with renting, because it, it really, just get a place that suits your lifestyle. If you move around a lot, you should probably rent more than you own, um, you know, but if you're really stagnant where you're at, just get a house. Uh, but, you know, I think a big issue is that you have, like, the baby boomers, which are about to be outpaced by the millennials as a large generation. Um, the last thing I saw was that millennials are going to become the largest U.S. Gen- generation ever. Oh, yeah. It, it was the largest birth rate ever. Yeah. So and they're the, like soon the as, new baby boomers, really. As soon as the baby boomers cack off, the uh, the millennials, will, the millennials take will take over. And it's why the Gen Xers really don't get anything advertised to us. They went right from baby boomers to advertising to millennials. Yeah, Gen then, X, The Gen X generation is the low, one of the lowest birth rates ever. And um, there's not that many of us to go around, so the 40, 50-somethings are get kind of lost in the process. I mean, that's kind of how I feel with the Zoomers, although I know we're a bigger – I think we're already a bigger generation than you are, but um, it's just yeah. all, all the marketing towards Zoomers, quote-unquote, is just millennials, but it's a runoff towards us. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it's because all the boomers were getting houses. They are making more money as they hit their golden years towards the 80s and 90s or whatever, like, uh, you know, around that time. Um, so they're all getting big houses and all this kind of stuff. So people are accommodating for that. And then all their kids leave. And then there's all this college debt, which is just something that I don't think a lot of people foresaw happening mm-hmm. in the housing crisis. So now you got all these huge expensive houses that, you know, years ago, while they may not be still uh, deemed affordable, were more affordable than they are now. And you just have, they're just sitting around because no one can afford them. There's mm-hmm. no way. You had a stock market crash. You know, the, the, the Great Recession happened. 
And then you had the whole issue of the, you know, the loan, student loan bubble that's going to burst along with a couple other things. So, I mean, that's that's one of the main reasons millennials aren't going to get a home. It's just not feasible. Yeah. So. That's very difficult when you have $100,000 in student loan debt. Yep. Mm-hmm. So something cool happened last week, uh, which didn't get a lot of play in the new major, major media markets in the news, but the first baby in the U.S. born to a mother who received a uterus from a deceased donor. Interesting. Yeah. And um, mom got a uterus about two years ago, um, had the uterus for about a year, and then received some in vitro, in vitro, um, u- um, <laughs> he's going to sneeze, uh, in vitro fertilization and uh, became pregnant with the, uh, with the baby. The uh, pregnancy went really well, and the baby was delivered normally. Um, it's really a cool thing that this is happening, that uh, women that have uh, issues with um, their reproductive tracts, or specifically their uterus, can now get a donor uterus. It's uh, If you're an organ donor, which I encourage everybody to be an organ donor. Sign up. You can do it on an app now. You yeah. Can- when, when you like when you first turn on an Apple device, that's one of the main things it prompts you to do now is the, would you yeah. like to sign up to be, <laughs> oh yeah a body so, donor yeah so I I never thought you know, when we think about being an organ donor we think about our eyes or um, your liver your spleen well, I don't know if they transplant spleens but those kind of parts they donate often parts of uh, people's uh, intestinal tract. Your heart, your lungs are all transportable. Uh, um, you can donate all of those kind of things. But I never thought of somebody's uterus, but now that's taking place now, and I think it's great. So this this woman had a nice, beautiful little baby girl, and um, they did have to give the baby a cesarean birth, but that happens all the time anyway. And I just think it's extraordinary that this was able to happen. And, of course, it happened in the good old USA the procedure was kind of uh, put together in Brazil, but, um, you know, of course, the U.S. takes everything and makes it better. No comment? I mean, I don't know. I think pretty much you said it all. It's <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it's cool. You put a dead person's thing and another woman's hoo-ha and a, a living thing came out of it. That's pretty darn cool. <laughs> and her hoo-ha? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, your yoo-hoo. That's what my niece calls it, right? Yeah. Yoo-hoo. Uh, yoo-hoo. Uh, something interesting that's happened recently in the world of AI, artificial intelligence, is for the first time ever, a AI program beat six, beat all the pros in a six-player poker game. Now, not just one game, but these uh, multiple um, professional poker players um, we're interacting with this a this AI called Pluribus, and it <laughs> Pluribus. Yeah, Pluribus. I think that's how you say that. But they played ten thousand hands with this AI. So there was thirteen pros at any given time. There was five of them playing this AI. AI. Um, AI. AI. Yeah. AI. And they played ten thousand hands, and over time the AI program was self-learning, and eventually now it just wins all the games. Well, I, I know for poker, because we talked about that in my 
my stats class because I'm, I'm taking a summer course for it um is one thing i didn't really realize almost everything in life <laughs> falls within a normal distribution which is that you know the bell curve mm-hmm. the whole bell curve situation um which is very useful model to display the lifespan for appliances at best buy but um, poker and like dice are all perfect things for the bell curve mm-hmm. um, because it doesn't matter how many times you do it with how many players or whatever there is always low then a high then a low so it's called it's uh, uh, binomial mm-hmm. binomial not bimodal but a binomial one uh, has one mode most high frequency thing uh, but outside of that there's normal distribution on it so at some point they played enough games. So 10,000, which is uh, enough of a sample size, um, you know, n equals 10,000, is a, a, a huge sample size. Usually it's 30 to 40 that qualifies as enough. But within 10,000, you know, samples uh, and trials, this AI has figured out an entire bell curve, or at least the majority of it, enough to make enough decisions to figure out, um, you know, the hit the, you know, 0.05, which is the 5% critical uh, margin of error. Mm-hmm. So... Move over, guys. You're not going to play poker again. The computer can beat you with an art margin of error of 0.025. Yeah. So. It's, it was pretty amazing. The computer actually did something that pros wouldn't do, and that's something called donk betting, ending one round with a call and starting the next with a bet, far more than the pros would actually do. And the pros see this as a weak move, but the computer, the AI, actually – saw it as a move of strength and that helped it win and uh the the researchers who went through this process uh actually said that they're analyzing everything the ai did and it's going to change how pros probably play poker now which is really interesting the next story i really want to get your opinion on because it deals with your generation move over to therapy dogs hello therapy cows uh yeah this is I've seen this. I saw this on Instagram. Yeah. People were cuddling with cows, and I'm like, at some point, this is just like those cuddle houses. The whole issue with them is, oh, you know, we just cuddle or whatever until you slip them another 50, and then it turns into something else. I'm just cuddling with a cow until some freaky bestiality dude slips over and says, well, I wonder what some of that raw what, milk tastes like. Why, man, why did you even go there? Because that's exactly where it's going to go. What, okay, the one thing we did not address the entire episode is the Black James Bond chick that just announced, which is eerily... What's what that we, got to do with I'm therapy just saying, cows? Look, I just talked about they're going to do this. This is the dumb thing. They're going to make some Yeah, the last lesbian. episode we talked about make, some kind of crazy... You're not going to be able to make a woman to James Bond. They're doing it. Which I black. thought would be a rant today, but you wanted to go and correct well, well, you know what? It failed thanks to you because you just kept stumbling me every way. Don't be a stumbling block, you fail, man. Come on, man. Read the Bible. Uh, but this is just another one of those things. You're, you're going to see this. Uh, they're going to cover it up. Probably New York Times. It'll be Fox News reporting it next. <laughs> um, it's going to be that people are starting to suck the 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 what do you, the, 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 the tits. The teat. <laughs> The, the teat it's of called the, the teat the teat the well, udder the udder yeah they're gonna start sucking the udders on those they're gonna get um uh, you know raw milk and they're all gonna start dying so yeah it's the, gonna happen guys give it give it the six big months. thing here is that uh well there's actually a 33 acre bed and breakfast in the finger lakes region of new york the finger lakes that has cows and um people go out Stop going. You're naughty. no, no. I'm not doing. I just, yeah, you no, got the that office. cheesy. I'm laughing because the office when Jim Carrey was on the show and he's like, 
well, I'm doing this interview real quick because uh, my family are up in the Finger Lakes. Uh, they don't know I'm here, so I got to mm. get back pretty soon. They think I'm in the Finger Lakes, yeah. and they just just uh, okay. kills me every time. Go ahead, you dirty man. I wasn't even thinking that, but you're mine. You jumped had, to it, so you obviously you got some group. issues. You had yeah, because I'm laughing group. at Jim Carrey. What a great comedian. You're the one that jumps to me thinking of this. So uh, okay. Anyway, cow cuddling as a practice is called invites interaction with the farm animals via brushing, petting, or help, heartfelt chats with the bovines. The experience is similar to equine therapy, with one game-changing difference. Horses tend to stand, but cows spontaneously lay down in the grass while chewing their cud, allowing humans to get even more up close and personal by joining on the ground and offering a warm embrace. This, to me, is bonkers. Why would you want an interaction with a large cow that's going to be on the dinner table in a week or two instead of having interaction with people? Well, I mean, there's a reason why people like going to like petting zoos and things. Yeah, if I got the chance to go somewhere and it's just, it's not a cow that's been rolling around a bunch of dookie all day, or, you know, it's a nice, well-kept, free-range cow, whatever. They're not, they don't plan on eating it, it's just there for milk. Sure, I'd love to pet it and give it a hug, just like everyone likes to pet and give hugs to horses, even though they eat them in, like, Norway and Sweden, which I think I've had horse meat before, I don't remember. Um, I've had buffalo meat, I've pet a buffalo before, I think buffalo, they're probably my favorite animal, but... It's just relaxing because you're like, this is another living creature. It's not just something you see on TV yeah. you see in real life. So, I mean, but I, these I, people I, are I using the cows point. as counselors. Well, I know that they're not counselors because they're morons. But I can see the lore of like, hey, this is like, get a taste of something really real. Come out here and like, go hang out with the cows for a bit. Like there's a, there's a farmer, I think he's in California or he's in Texas. Um, you pay him to work on his farm. Yeah. You pay him. He, you work one day. You get up at like 4 a.m. Just so you can get that farm life thing. You pay like 150 bucks for the whole day. Which is great. Yeah, and he's, every day he just shows everyone how to do all this kind of stuff. Um, and he, he gives you some kind of certification at the end saying you've been trained to work on a farm. But <laughs> So he prints out a certificate? Yeah, pretty much. But it sounds like a really cool thing so i get the allure of some of the stuff there's probably just some cash grab for some farmer dudes like hey betsy ain't make a milk unless she used to well <laughs> bring send in the kids send bring her. in the millennials they're gonna start petting betsy because she ain't making milk like well, she used to they're gonna pay for anything i guess yeah if you if you pet my cow you get two percent cash back too <laughs> oh my goodness use your apple pay <laughs> Right, Apple Pay, and I'll give you a free bottle of raw milk. Isn't that illegal? <laughs> Not if you don't tell nobody. <laughs> Goodness. Well, to change subjects a little bit, going back to Florida. Things got a little slashy after boyfriend told Florida woman that he was too tired for sex. Yeah. After the boyfriend said he was... Is that the girlfriend or the boyfriend? That is, well, it looks like a man, but it's a girl. It's a lady. You sure? I don't know. It's hard to see your face underneath that mustache there. I don't, I don't see a mustache, but it's, it's a joke. It's pretty she rough. Looks like a man. A Florida woman allegedly grabbed a kitchen knife and slashed her boyfriend multiple times in the arm and and shoulder, according to a criminal complaint, because um, he said he was too tired to have sex. So they got into a verbal argument over the defendant wanting to have sex, and the victim did not because he was too tired. 
so she grabbed a knife and cut his arm. The couple began grappling on the kitchen floor. When they briefly separated, Chapman alleged allegedly cut the victim's left arm and shoulder multiple times, and she also headbutted and punched her boyfriend in the face. And um, she was arrested, and she's face she is already facing a probation violation charge in connection with her guilty plea last year for illegally possessing marijuana, crystal meth, and the antidepressant Xanax. And she was sentenced in October for two years. So she obviously probably needs the Xanax. Um, but I... No, no. Okay, okay. So I thought Florida was um, a green light for weed, but I guess it's only medical. Yeah. Down there. Only, so that's yeah. why I was like, huh, maybe... Says it'll be on the 2020 ballot will be recreational, but I was like, oh, maybe it's because she's a felon. That's why she it's illegally possessed. Because I thought, man, if it's recreational, you can't get charged with that anymore. But I guess it's only it's only medical, so it makes sense to me. But yeah, that why is it that I'm just I'm just just saying, not not calling out women or anything like that, but like on, in movies and everything, why is it always depicted that um, if the woman doesn't want sex, it's because well, that's her right. But then in the movies, when the guy's like. Oh, I'm too tired, honey. He must be cheating on me. He doesn't love me. Oh, he's a horrible person. I'm just said that's every time I watch a movie where it's like a serious romantic or whatever, it's I'm tired. Oh, you respect your rights. And then when it comes to the, the dude doesn't want to do it in the movies, it's always he just murdered someone. Yeah, it's yeah. all stereotyping. Because uh-huh. guys are supposed to always want sex, right? That's what uh, BuzzFeed told me. <laughs> That's what I read on the Reddit. Yeah, that's what the uh, what, what man, what is that thing called? There, there's a organization in Omaha. I can't remember what they call. They give out um, uh, birth control, condoms, and uh, protective sex stuff for free. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what they're called. But I follow them on Facebook. Yeah. Um, so I think that's an awesome service, especially in Omaha, which has one of the highest HIV rates in the nation. So I'm like, yep, you guys keep. Do it. Go. Give it away. Give it away. <laughs> give it away. Give it Lower away. Lower the number, please. Yeah. The uh, So there is this interesting thing going on. Um, the New York Daily News had a story a couple of days ago about self-cloning ticks that sucks animals' blood dry. They spark concern because humans may be next. Now, that is a massive tick. Yeah, it's quite a large tick. Number one, they're carrying different kinds of disease. Uh-huh. There's actually follow-on stories to this that are claiming that these ticks who clone themselves are actually a biological weapon developed by the Department of Defense, and they got loose. A-D-O-D. Oh, oh, oh! That makes so much sense! That makes so much sense, because I just saw something on the radio, um... I think it was NPR talking about. You just about... saw something on the radio. Well, it's podcast. Okay, look, it, it gets complicated. You know, what? I just heard something on the radio. I Listen, got... do you smell something? <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was, I think it was NPR I was listening to, and they're talking about um, representatives talking to the federal government and the, the Department <laughs> of Defense, um, asking all these questions: Have you done this? Have you attacked these people? What is this? And the, the topic of ticks being used as a weapon came up, and I'm like. Man, what kind of far-left freako just decided that we're going to use ticks to kill the Americans? But then I saw this, and I'm like, this all makes sense now. This is why people are questioning the government about, hey, did you make those ticks last summer? They bit up Aunt Christian's arm. Yeah. Well, these are self-cloning super ticks, and they're sparking worry 
because they're linked with killing five cows by sucking their blood dry in North Carolina. Now, I I've been I want to see pictures of that. Cow. I've been to slaughterhouses. It's a lot of and blood. There's a lot of blood in a cow, and so if they there was enough ticks on a cow to suck it dry, that's a lot. Uh, Asian longhorn ticks were first found in the U.S. in 2017. And earlier this year, an article published in the journal Clinical Infectious Diseases noted that the first man was bitten by one of the pests in New York State. Uh, their, their finding was extremely worrisome for several reasons um, because of these ticks are pretty bad. Uh, the Asian longhorn species has sparked concern as females can lay eggs and produce without mating. So they're asexual. It's yeah. not cloning like people. Okay, I, I know some people are like, oh, asexual and cloning are the same thing. I'm like, not, not, not really. But so, so these ticks are just asexual. They don't need another partner mm-hmm. to reproduce. Yeah, them. and an individual animal may have thousands of these ticks on it at one time. And the ticks carry multiple infections and viruses outside the U.S., but to date, the ticks have not been found carrying any diseases in our country. However, bites from the ticks have been made people in other countries seriously ill, which has sparked concern as the ticks were found responsible for the death of five cattle. They, uh, the livestock owners watch, are supposed to watch out for ticks after they had acute anemia, which occurs, occurs when there is an abrupt drop in red blood cells, typically caused by acute hemorrhage or destruction of the blood cells. So there's so many ticks on a cow and they were sucking so much blood at one time acute means it like happened instantaneously yeah like they were sucking so hard on a cow that they sucked its blood out like like that well it looks like it's only uh there they've only been found in arkansas connecticut kentucky maryland north carolina new jersey new york pennsylvania tennessee virginia west virginia so it's really kind of like the kind of the east east coast south East coast, southeast kind of yeah, kind of thing. The must be that swampy kind of. Uh, well, those places all have like that swampy kind of thing, right? I don't know the swampy. What what is that weather? Is that just climate? The uh, landscape? Yeah, a lot of different muggy, a lot of different things. So, um, I, I don't know, but it, it, this concerns me. And like I said, there's other stories where people are claiming that this is some kind of. Uh, Department of Defense uh, manipulation of ticks, and it's some kind of warfare. I don't know. Do you think we're using <laughs> ticks? I, I just feel like that is an exponential problem if we ever decide, like, you know, let's uh, get, I don't know, I, grasshoppers and the put way nuclear I feel... radiation on them. Yeah, that's probably going to go really bad really fast. There's no way to contain that. I don't feel like the government, I'm sure the government's tested it. You know, to see, but it would be like well, in a box, and they threw a rat at it, and then they just vaporized mm, the whole thing. I don't I, think people like our government throw done it on this. some really strange. Hey, we made crack, right? right. So we've done some really crazy stuff. So, so you think they just went to like Flint, Michigan? No, that, that I I think they like, they possibly created these ticks and released them overseas, and then made their way back over. Yeah, I think that either somebody tra- or they were creating them here, and one accidentally got out, and obviously they can breed without by themselves, so they just well, started. How, how would you tackle this? Pro- okay, sure, sure. 
you you topple some third world government by killing everyone with ticks. Now you can't invade that country because it's Chernobyl 2.0, but with ticks. <laughs> with ticks. What, what's what? What are you gonna do now? Nothing. Well, but it's about um, as the story states that the ticks spread disease, and it's not right. about the ticks per se. But if they can inflict a population with a certain virus that we just happen to have the cure for or our troops are inoculated with. Who cares about the diseases, man? You got micro vampires that can kill you in like 10 (laughs) seconds. Right. You know, sure. Oh, you got Ebola. Here you go. You're safe, man. Yeah. What'd you say? And they fall over dead because all the blood just got sucked out of them. I'm scared enough of Midwest ticks giving me Lyme disease. I don't need Man, some, I don't know how many ticks some I, tick that's five times the size of a normal one uh, sucking and getting thousands of them on me at one time. Sucking I get scared all my seeing the little black ones that, you know, you can kind of pull off because there's nothing too bad mm-hmm. with them. When I was working maintenance at a camp, dude, I'd take off my socks and somehow they're on, like on my foot. I'm like, there yeah. you go. Pull them off in the shower. Right. Well, a um, little sad news that in uh, 2019, more and more retail stores are closing uh, six months into 2019 this is a story out of the USA Today there have already been 20 percent more store closings announced than in all of 2018 according to a new report from global marketing research from Coresight research based on Coresight's research figures and retailers earnings reports more than 7,000 stores are slated to shutter this year with thousands of locations already gone and I, one of the things in this story that caught my eye was I didn't realize Payless Shoe Stores was filing bankruptcy. Yeah, they, and it will close its remaining U.S. stores um, last at the end of last week. I, I didn't realize it. I thought they were waiting next year to close their mm-hmm. their stores. Um, so I was going to go there a couple of weeks ago, and I was telling uh, an employee, one of my coworkers, about it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go there and buy a bunch of shoes because my dress shoes I've had for like ten years mm-hmm. are from Payless, and yeah. they still look good, still work. And they're like, oh, no, they already closed it. What? They're like, yeah, they already closed them all. Uh, But, you know, this isn't because of the economy. This isn't because of online marketing. This is because of just being a total crap. I I don't – like without – I want to use cuss words to describe some of these people that run these companies. They just sit around and make bank. They don't care about the customers. They don't care about the customer service. They don't care about any of that. Well, the last time uh, Sears, you went into a Sears, before it even w- was dead, it looked dead. Because what? they didn't put any care into it. They had these massive stores. No, no, no. Gar- you... No, look, they had the chance to tackle online stuff, to be like no, ahead it of the game. It has nothing to do with any of that. What are you talking about? They, they, Because they had massive amounts of employees and instead yeah, of yeah, they the had stop, all those pensions. I get it. They had the pensions. They, they have, had all this stuff. They're they're legally required to pay out on those pensions. Otherwise, retirees don't have their money. So they're trying to refinance all of that stuff on top of trying to keep stores at the cutting edge. It's just like the federal government. They there's just not enough money to go around. But dude, there's but there's the thing. I'm not gonna go and say this is the main the main reason is because you got these they, these stores they underfunded you, stuff. Yeah. Well, there's the thing is they're like, oh, we gotta pay all these pensions. Well, you know what? Instead of like 
really trying and innovating on areas that you know you have his, a history of doing well in and going that route, you're just going to, you know, fold in. And because you're folding in, like, well, we don't want to spend any money. Well, if you don't spend any money, you're not making any money. So you're paying all these pensions, but your stores look like they're stuck from the 1980s or 90s or even worse, the 2000s, which is the one of the... <laughs> the 2000s. Look, a store, looks, a store has not been 80s. touched in the 90s looks better than a store not touched for, since 2001. Okay. There's an honest truth. 2001 is the 2000s are just cringy with things. Um, but you get like Toys R Us where the stores stayed like exactly the same since I was a kid. The only thing that ch that's changed is they didn't have shingles on the front by the words Toys R Us anymore. They just became this blue plastic shingles. They weren't real. The old ones like in uh, mm. Moline, Illinois, they still have the original. And the paint job changed. That's it. Nothing about the store has changed, which people are like, oh, well, that's a good thing, right? No, you, you got to change certain things about it. To keep it relevant. You know, like when you first walk into Toys R Us, you don't see the toys, right? You go down a little hallway and go in there, right? That may be a cool little thing to do. Well, you're not going to get people off the street. And then you get like Payless, right? So they they were pulling all the strings before they filed for bankruptcy. They opened up some uh, Payo Lesse or some, some like weird way of saying Payless. But it was all black and muted and sparkly floors and the lights. Very goth. No, no it looked like chic and high-end and bougie and it was payless shoes but they were charging hundreds of dollars and they had all these in social media influencers going in taking pictures saying oh i'll drop 500 for this pair that's the cheap price for these i think this is probably worth uh, close to 1500 i don't know how they got the price down so low they go to the register and like sorry that's uh, 10 bucks what oh yeah these are from payless and that was the whole joke behind the whole thing it was just a payless store they could have done that Right, but they just their stores were untouched, unkept, horrible customers. They're a shoe store. Yes, but they could have done so much more to battle every other store that looked better, was nicer. Their model was just to be this cheap little thing with the big mirrors and have the crappy boxes. You gotta switch it up. You change the paint colors, change what the customer the, the people wear. It, there's you gotta do things to keep up with it. Pay less online presence. Was there an online presence? I don't know. Probably was. Never heard from it, though. And that's the issue, is these companies, is that, yeah, we had this one issue. We, just, oh, we don't want to change. We did so well for so long. Change it. If you want to survive, you have to change it. Or you can't stay stagnant for so There's certain well, that, things. That I agree with. you got to But that's the problem. change they with have, market conditions. They, change, they don't change with the market conditions. They stay because, oh, this historically, this is how we've always been. Too bad. The world's not historic anymore. It's modern. So either you go in the text. <laughs> no, the world isn't right now where, oh, we are living in a historic age. No, you're living in a modern age. Historic age was last week, which is where your business is going to be if you don't get with the modern age. Yeah, you got to keep moving, that's for sure. And that's why I think all these companies go under. And it's stupid because they're good companies. So you're saying poor management. Toys R Us definitely was poor management on the highest level. Well, they sold out to a bunch of venture capitalists eventually, but they're <laughs> they're supposed to come back. Yeah, they're actually going to open some more stores on a smaller footprint, but of course they kept the rights to the name because it's going to be more of a web-based kind of thing. The couple of the stores that I was surprised by, Shopco's closing 371 stores, which include which includes some of their hometown stores. So hometown stores are typically in small towns that don't have a Walmart. And so that, that kind yeah, of surprised me. We had Shopco's growing up. Yeah, and in Shopco's, guess what? Payless had paid to place some of their stores in Shopco's. Yeah. 
but also Lifeway Christian Resources or the Lifeway Christian Stores. Never heard of it. Uh, well, actually, you've shopped in a lot of them um, wherever we've moved around and um, to get resources for some of the ministries we do. And it's unfortunate in the Midwest that the, a lot of their stores are closing. Um, also, Dress Barn, Family Dollar, GNC is closing 223 store, 233 stores. Walgreens is closing 195 stores. Yeah, they're switching to larger general store models. Yeah. So. Victoria's Secret's closing 53. Sears, of course, is closing more, 72. Yeah, you got um, like the issue with Victoria's Secret over there is because you have the pink store, you have Victoria's Secret, and there's an, another one. And it's like they just keep expanding, and it's becoming too much. Like if you go to malls, the areas for Victoria's Secret are massive. Yeah. It's just... How do you how do you pay for all that? You got expensive stuff in there, and when people go in there, they never buy the super expensive stuff. Very rarely they'll buy all the little cheap things well, here. And somebody's got to be buying something, I guess. Well, they are, but I mean that's probably why they're going under is because it's just well, <laughs> you got too much stuff going on at one well, time. There, there's a cataclysm here because the malls own a whole bunch yeah. of property. The cities have been banking on the malls paying property taxes, and then to recoup the cost of running this massive mall and to have to pay the local property taxes, the malls charge huge amounts of rent yeah. that get people to get the stores in there and the stores just can't afford to pay it anymore, which is why you see things like JCPenney, 27 stores going down, Bath and Body Works, 24, a whole bunch, uh, all kinds of, uh, J. Crew is closing 20, Lowe's is closing 20, Target's closing six. Yeah, I think uh, well, Whole Foods. Targets switching um, all, to all the super targets are going to become normal targets. Yeah. Where it's groceries, clothes, all that kind Just, of stuff. So yeah. any target that's not the groceries and clothes, they're like shutting down, quote unquote, <coughs> either be remodeled or like rebuilt somewhere and else. And Pier 1 Imports is closing 57 stores with more to be announced. Yeah, they've been going down for a while. Yeah. So all, I was just really disappointed to see all that. But in... In spite of that, our economy is still, at least what the government tells us, is doing well. So Yeah, I, th- I think it totally is. But th- I think this is just kind of proof of it, is where when the economy is doing really well, a lot of those stores like Shopco, Payless, aren't the places you go to spend crazy amounts of money. It's where you're, you're you know, it's conservative budget. You know, you can, yeah, I, honestly, you can get Payless really good shoes. That's why I like going there. But the problem was their shoes last a lot longer than other shoes. In my opinion, and uh, you didn't have to go get another one for a while. Um, but our economy's doing way better, so people aren't shopping at the cheap places. They're spending the real money somewhere else. Yeah, on Amazon. Probably part of it, yeah. <laughs> well, our last story for today, it comes from marketwatch.com, and it's comparing all the states for how much obesity is in them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've totaled up how much obesity costs. And can you guess what the number one fattest state in the union is? You're, uh, look, you're looking at the map. I'm looking at the map. I just, I don't see what... Uh, it, it's Take a guess. Well, don't look at the map. Just take a guess. What's the fattest state? I want to say, like, Texas or something. Yeah, Texas is pretty fat. But actually, it's West Virginia. And Mississippi lands the number two spot. Okay, that's uh, when I was looking at the map. I wasn't sure if I was looking at it the correct way. Um so it's got it in different colors and things. It was saying, oh, something less than 20%. Yeah. West Virginia. More. I didn't know if that was obesity or people that weren't obese. Yeah. So 38% of adults in West Virginia are obese, considered obese. 
wonder why. Number two is Mississippi, where 37% of folks are obese, which kind of surprised me. But I am glad that, um, as typical, um, growing up in Nebraska, we're right in the middle of the pie. Number 28. Um, quick question. Why, why does it say 51 uh, because they they're counting uh, the District of Columbia. Okay, I was like, mm. All right, yeah, yeah. So uh, there's a couch potato index. States where adults get zero exercise, <coughs> and number one on that is Kentucky. <laughs> oh yeah, you know I believe it. Uh, just people yeah. just sit on the front porch all day smoking. So, but the study says they sit on their porch all day smoking in Kentucky. Yeah. Wow. Just like um, Alabama. So it costs, if you're obese, it costs, they're estimating the cost is $1,400 a year higher than those of a normal healthy weight. Yeah. Um, so, but other estimates put that at about 27. So if you're fat, your medical cost will be about between 1500 to $2,800 higher. Um, and they are also saying that people in Hawaii live 6.5 years longer than those in Mississippi. Yeah, well, it's, well, good, it's, good, I, good weather and good sunshine help out and lots of fruits. You know, I wonder if uh, in my head it seems to make sense where if you live in a bigger city, the less obese you'll be, but the smaller town you live in, the more obese you'll be. In my head, this seems to work out like in a small town, you don't have all those places you want to go to constantly to get groceries and food like all over. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want to bring it back to your house or whatever, and everything's so fast that you just don't have time to do anything. But in a small town, it's like, well, the buffet's open from 6 a.m. to 5 a.m. <laughs> so in so small why don't towns, we, go? we all talk like hicks? In Kentucky. Okay. <laughs> because from 6 a.m. to 5 a.m., buffet's open. Manchild at And post. then we com. go and we sit on our front porch and we go and don't smoke some cigars. Manchild at post.com. Yeah, Marlboro gives us a check every month. <laughs> yeah, but hey, you know what? I'm not obese. Yeah. Well, I guess I am. I was obese. I am a... But I beat it. Thank you, radiation. I am a middle-aged doughy, doughy guy. White guy. Doughy white guy. So, well, that's about it for today. We'll be broadcasting from the basement again next week. And this I'm podcast the old... will be posted this week as well. Yeah. I'm the old guy. And I'm the man child. Don't forget to cross the streams of consciousness with others, as we've done with you. Until next week, a reminder from the old guy, don't fall up a down elevator, and... If I don't make it back, just remember, you made me come here. So we'll see you next time. God bless you. Thanks, guys. Bloodpumpmedia.com